0: Hello and welcome back to episode 51 of the Nonsense Podcast by What Makes Sense. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. It's a pleasure to uh, be in your presence again. And if you are a new listener, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode and I hope you stick around for uh, whatever ventures we come up with next, but... As for this week, our guest is Autumn Revival, and joining us is Alexi and Mickey, uh, also known as Mikey as well, and uh, both these dudes wield axes for Autumn Revival and uh, share uh, vocalist duties, so very cool group, glad to uh, have them on, such energetic dudes and uh, super funny as well. Um, Both New York boys, Autumn Revival, yeah, Autumn Revival's out of the Bronx, so um, we had a lot to talk about for, you know, in terms of, like, gigging around the city. These dudes are definitely very busy when, uh, you know, there isn't a a, a worldwide pandemic going on. Um, but nonetheless, they were able to really pull out, um, you know, quite an interesting portfolio of songs this year. And um, one of which is uh, their newest single called Was It Something I Said, which is... Uh, actually, it's a great song. I saved it to my um, my summer playlist, and I, I suggest you do the same if you have a similar playlist, but uh, it blends a little bit of, like, Midwestern emo, pop punk, um, alternative rock, and a little bit of metal in there, too. So, a lot of cool stuff that they're writing, and um, apparently they have a lot left in the bank, too, that uh, has been yet to released or, you know, even recorded. So, cool stuff coming from them, but, before we get into the episode, this week's song of the week is "Meant for Misery" by Settle Your Scores. They just released it yesterday with an awesome music video. It was filmed at the, uh, it, or it looks at like it was filmed at the um, the World uh, Box, or sorry, the, the Boxing Hall of Fame. And so, um, yeah, settle your scores, man. At the top of their game as always. Just signed to Mutant League, so these dudes are kicking ass and taking names and taking no prisoners so uh good for them go watch the music video go listen to the song so uh here it is meant for misery enjoy the episode and we'll see you in two weeks Not a serious podcast, man. We are just, um, you know, I want to really pick your brain, learn about your band, learn about you as a musician, and um, yeah, and just, you know, learn about all the crazy stories that you have. I know every musician has their own little story. So um, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on. Oh, I see Alexi's on here too. Yeah, I was waiting. (laughs) Hey, man. What's up, man? How's
1: it going, man?
0: Going well. Yeah, yeah sweet um and so i know you guys got what josh is he going to be joined too
2: he won't josh and miguel won't be okay. joining us this is me and alexi
0: <laughs> awesome cool perfect yeah so uh alexi we're already recording so uh i was just going through you know uh what it is about you know what we do on this podcast and uh you know what we're we're going to be asking you guys today but I guess just to kick things off, I want to get, you know, just put the name to the voice. So if you guys want to introduce yourselves, what's your role in the band? And um, yeah, how long have you been in the band? And we can start there. Sure. I'm Mickey. I mostly play lead guitar.
2: I do sing. Me and Alexi tend to switch off and on, but I tend to mostly play lead guitar. And I've been in the band since the beginning
0: right on
1: yeah
3: well my name is Alexi I I do uh, lead vocals and rhythm guitar and so I joined like probably like a few months after they started the band and yeah pretty much
0: very cool and so you guys as a unit have been around since about 2017 right yeah that's right Mm -hmm. you guys have been super busy too I just I just saw you know looked up what you guys were up to and you know to 2020 which was like a weird year for music and then also now is like things are starting to open up but you guys pretty much since like the back half of uh 2020 have released what parasite fly away and then was it something i said so Mm -hmm. you guys have been pretty damn busy and uh, i know you had at least a music video for each of parasite and fly away so how's it feel to be able to like release all of this now after you know probably waiting for some time because just because of how shitty 2020 was.
3: (laughs) I mean, it feels really good. I mean, especially since everything's opening up, I mean, we totally missed that, that like meeting like people at at shows, that's pretty like my favorite thing. Um, And, you know, being able to release music and actually interact with people a little bit more now is definitely like a plus, you know?
0: Yeah, that's great. And you guys are in the city too. So what, you know, what, what's that like, how is everything developing there?
2: Mm, Well, things have been much better now as everything like slowly opens back up, you know, Um, with COVID and everything that happened, everything getting shut down. It was just like, man, the scene really took a hit. But uh, I think in the end, it'll be for the best because when everything comes back, it's going to be like, you know, all these... Unknown bands and people that didn't have platforms before, you know, people are going to finally be able to have more reach because, you know, everything's going to be exploding. Everything's going to be happening all at once. People are going to be going out to shows and like seeing all the local acts. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be explosive. It's going to be amazing.
0: I agree on that too. And I know a lot of bands have turned to just being like, you know, fully like digital strategy and figuring out, you know, how to navigate the nuances of social media and grow there. But I mean, there's nothing, I still think like live shows still have their places, you know, one of the best ways to uh, share that music. And you also get to see like the personality of the band, like it's different than you looking through a screen at somebody, you know, doing something as a band or like showing off their personality, you know, versus like you actually going to a show, hearing the band play their music, meeting them at the merch table and then getting to talk to them about. All of their experiences, even if they're just like a local band, you can shoot the shit about, you know, what local shows you have played or like what venues you guys may have played, especially, you know, with like me being in a band. I think that's what I miss a lot is um, not being able to like learn about all these experiences that these bands have. So that that was, you know, just sort of the baseline why we started this podcast about a year ago. But, um, you know, what do you guys really have your sights set on now that things are starting to open up?
3: I feel like, um, I feel like we, we definitely want to focus on, um, on, we have an upcoming project, like our first, like actual collective project of an EP. And so like, we've been focusing on that. Um, we just been, we've been dropping singles, trying to get like our sound heard a little bit more, you know, pretty much to get a solid sound for like a a nice feel for people to know what, what our sound is. And then I guess really, we're just looking forward to that EP coming out.
0: That's exciting. Do you have a date? you wouldn't mind sharing i this podcast will probably drop i need to get really back on my scheduling and figure out all that stuff but it's going to be sometime in june so um if you guys are comfortable sharing that or if you're waiting totally cool uh you know we've had bands hold off announcements on here so totally fine with that but if you want to share go ahead
3: I mean, we're probably gonna like postpone it. We're actually still working on it, so we're really okay. close to being finished. So there's no set date, but we're definitely dropping it um this around this summer, maybe early fall. So
0: gotcha, that's cool. Are you? By the way, it looked it looked like my audio dropped off, but are you still getting it? Uh yeah, yeah. Still good. all right. That hey, yeah, that's so strange. Yeah, I usually get this uh you know the monitor right there, but good stuff. <laughs> um, very cool, guys. Yeah, very cool. And so. Let's take it back to, you know, sort of pre-COVID. What was life like being in Autumn Revival before all this shit really went down?
2: Oh, man. There was, like, so much to do, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Between, you know, shows and making music and stuff. Um, I think it got a little overwhelming and distracting at times, you know, especially being new. It was, like, I think we were so far, like, we were trying to accomplish so much at once um and because we were still so new to everything it was almost like even to our own sound and figuring ourselves out um it kind of made it difficult to keep track of everything and stay on top of everything and I think that was a benefit of being able to take a step back you know we were really able to realign and focus and kind of be like hey well you know you know these are the things we should be doing and these are the things that we will be doing moving forward and uh, I think we're all better for it honestly
0: What would you say is you know maybe if you could take away one big learning from this past year uh just having all that time back what would you say that would be
3: i mean Mm. i feel like definitely like we we didn't focus so much on social media because i feel like a lot of bands too we focus on the shows you know like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we're all artists you know we all want to share our music so we always focus on the shows trying to get the shows perfect and everything so like social media has been like The perfect way to keep to keep that interest going as a local band you know definitely moving forward we want to um we don't want to shy away from keeping the the socials you know active no we're still going to focus now like actually do live stuff but definitely going to keep up on social media and stuff like that
0: yeah that was cool i noticed you guys did do quite a bit um at least from you know like instagram and and seeing that on uh facebook as well so not unlike a lot of other bands who have had to you know sort of switch all of the the strategy to being like you know no more show announcements no more like trying to sell tickets you know if there's shows where you have to sell tickets in advance like none of that it was just like all right how do we how do we stay relevant or how do we spread the word about new music if we're like not touring and i know even bands that you know where it's like you know, these guys career for the most part. And they had to sort of switch back. Cause it's like, Oh shit, we're not seeing a different city every night and seeing a new group of people every night. So like, how do we, how do we grow a following uh, similar to what we were doing on the road? And it, I think last year left a lot of questions to be answered. And I, I feel like a lot of people did find answers for that, which is good, but um really, really glad to see that shows are coming back. And yeah. especially for, my friends that are now in you know in bands that are touring it's like it's giving them the opportunity to have a full-time job again <laughs> and something that they love too you know that they've worked years for i think last year was just so wild with how everything was just able to shut down like that just like you're done <laughs> for a whole year you're <laughs> <done>. <laughs> and Yeah, so are you guys looking at now, are you looking to book shows again? I know it's very, very early in this whole rollout process, but um, yeah, what are things looking like for you?
2: Oh man, right now we're mostly focused on, you know, putting music out there because we have like all these old songs, all these new songs, um, and I feel like people really haven't got a grasp of who we are just yet. Because we've been so new and we haven't put as much content out there as we would like. So, you know, mostly focusing on that, you know, as Alexi mentioned, we have, you know, an EP coming. Um, so that's yeah. where we'll mostly be focusing social media and actually producing music, um, and putting it out there. But of course, you know, we'll definitely play shows as they come to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been itching
3: to play a show.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, me too. But um, let me turn it over to you guys. I know the reason that we had you guys on, and I'm excited about this, was your new single that just released April 30th called uh, Was It Something I Said? And I, I obviously I took a listen to it when Megan sent it over, and I really enjoyed it. And I think it's because there's a lot of elements of music that I like all combined into one, and I think it's done very, very well. I think you guys got some you know Midwest emo in there. Uh, You got some pop punk in there. And of course, alternative rock, you know, your, your, your guys strong suit. So let's talk a little bit about that single, uh, because it is the most recent release. And I know there's a little bit of uh, a backstory behind it, or at least a theme behind it. And I wanted to know, was this based on an actual experience or just, you know, in general, just speaking about the awkward, you know, nuances of life.
3: Well, yeah. So pretty much, um, I wrote i wrote the song like i started it off and i think that song was actually written unlike most of our songs which is written like a year or two ago um this song was actually made this year so you know that's pretty cool to have a really new song you know sometimes when you make songs that were like a year or two you just released them you're not as excited because you know you have heard it over and over again
0: oh but, pre- you're preaching yeah. to the choir over here there's some songs it's where nice. like by the time it releases, I'm like, I am so over this, <laughs>
3: dude. I feel you, man. It's, it's always like that. But it was refreshing to have a song that's like brand new. So the song is about, you know, um, if you I don't know if you read any of the other, um, I guess like interviews or whatever. But it's it's about being intoxicated and then saying shit that you don't remember and then possibly fucking up relationships with people or like, you know, your significant other. Um, and it sucks sometimes because it's like, damn, you really, for the life of you, can't remember what the fuck you said. So it's just like that feeling of of regret pretty much, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it's even at, you know, it's varying levels, but I think everybody who, you know, has partied at one point in their life, you know, and, and consumed alcohol can relate where <laughs> you're like, You know, I, I had an off night and, you know, I may have said some dumb shit or I may have acted like an asshole. And like, sometimes you can laugh it off. Sometimes it's like, all right, you know, maybe I got to sort of do some damage control on this, (laughs) you know, maybe I was an asshole last night. So I, I think that's something a lot of people, you know, younger people could really resonate with that message. And so, you know, let's, let's talk the writing process, you know, how, Excuse me, not only for just, I guess, that song, but for all of your songs, how does that begin to get crafted? You know, what, what point of the song, I guess, do you start off with, or what, or what component of the song do you start off with?
3: Well, me personally, um, I always, it always changes a bit. Sometimes it's lyrics, sometimes it's a guitar riff. Um, but for, for something that I said, it was, um, I was, it was this, uh, this local band. I think they're from, I might get it wrong. I think it's Illinois or, or um uh, Ohio, something like that. They're called Unamused Dave. Um, mm-hmm. and so they had they do a lot of like uh, math rock stuff, and, and it. I was really I was kind of inspired by them because I I mean I really like that kind of music. So um I was trying to do some tapping, some kind of you know, I'm I'm yeah. mostly rhythm, so I don't do a lot of the technical stuff. I leave that to Mikey, <laughs> but um, so I was doing that. That's how I came up with the beginning riff, um, to something that I said, and then that riff is pretty much the chorus, but in words. Um, and oh, so the horses first, and then I did the um, I did the verses, and I did the, I did this all in one demo session, except for the end where there's like a little mini kind of breakdown. That was uh, Miguel mm-hmm. and Mikey. You know, Mikey's kind of a metalhead, so he definitely <laughs> added all that stuff to it. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, so put <laughs> everything but it's it for me. It
2: comes out different every time. Yeah. yeah that ending that ending was funny because i had written this like little lead riff thing and we were gonna put it like somewhere i think like in the last chorus and we were like yo this does not fit at all (laughs) (laughs) and then so you know miguel he was like well like you know we were kind of like racking our heads like well how can we make this fit and we're like well what if we just like make it its own thing and then so we kind of just decided hey (laughs) make it like a different chorus (laughs) at the very end
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, have you heard like any like uh, what's it? Chunk, no Captain Chunk song. They just like throw fucking breakdowns in it, and it's great too. I love those dudes so much. But yeah, that's like um, the basis of like Easy Core is just, hey, you know what? This song could use a breakdown, and then just throwing a breakdown in it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Can't go wrong with a breakdown.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. And I love that. I uh, I'm not sure if it would fit with my band with what makes sense, but I. I would love at some point just to be like, hey, you know what? Let's fucking throw it in there. Why not? Um, I actually, I don't know why this is really jarring my brain, but I just remembered that one of my friend's bands, which is called Another One Down, and they're out of Rhode Island, um, they would just, when they do breakdowns at shows, they would put things before it, like audio clips before it. I think they had you know maybe like a pad that the drummer would hit and it would trigger the sound but they would put it before the breakdown, which in it had no place being in the song, but it worked <laughs> like one time they put like a SpongeBob quote or like a clip of like a SpongeBob sound <laughs> or they did a breakdown oh. live. <laughs> like talk about not knowing like when a breakdown's coming, like that's great. It was just that's like, awesome. what was it? It was something like, yeah, like, Hey Patrick, like, you know what should we do and he was just like i don't know break stuff and then there's just like <laughs> <laughs> they go into it. i think that's that's yeah. fantastic but i i think more songs could use breakdowns for sure and um maybe is that something you guys might be anticipating using more often is adding some heavier elements to the songs i know you guys already do have you know some very heavy elements in your music already but you know is that maybe something else you might incorporate later on
2: Hmm, that's a good question. I (laughs) mean, I don't think it's anything that we aim to incorporate. You know, I feel like, at least for my parts, when I'm writing lead, a lot of the stuff tends to come naturally in the studio. And I think that's my usually my best work is kind of when I don't really have to think about it, because I can overthink stuff, you know, (laughs) shout out to shout out to anxiety. So, uh, you know, I think when you're kind of just able to let it flow and kind of happen naturally and get into that flow state, a lot of magical things can happen if you just allow yourself to let things be. So I think going forward, like, I mean, of course, if it, if, you know, if we feel like it happens naturally and if it's the song, of course, we'll add it in there. But I don't think it's anything that we're necessarily planning to add. Yeah, Miguel loves
3: breakdowns. So he was definitely the one that added, that made the whole breakdown come to life. Um, I like a lot of like indie kind of like alternative stuff. so I would personally wouldn't have put the breakdown, but then when they, <laughs> they suggested it, I was like, "Oh, that sounds awesome."
0: That's that's what yeah. being in a band's all about—is being flexible and open to new ideas, right? Because you're like, "Hey, right. ma- maybe this isn't something I listen to in my normal day to day, but like, you know, somebody else in my band listens to an entirely different genre, you know, on a daily basis, and like they brought in some stuff that I've never heard." I think that's pretty sick.
2: Yeah, it's literally us pretty much. Like, Yeah. Yeah, guys... speaking of genres, speaking of genres, I actually, my music taste has changed a lot because of, um, you know, the guys. I was very much like hard rock metal before. And I, while I still do enjoy that stuff, it's like I listen to a lot of pop punk now, which I didn't before,
0: so. <laughs> Dude, same. I actually, that's something over the course of 2020, I joined What Makes Sense in twenty. Actually, in 2020, January 1st of 2020, um, and I really, I I couldn't have named one song besides "Rome" by like the story so far. Like I was so out of the loop. I knew like the Wonder Years, and then like obviously your older pop punk bands like Blinkwood 82, Green Day. Like Green Day is my favorite band of all time, of course. Like, but like couldn't have named a pop punk band to save my life, and I was joining a pop punk band. And I was like, I have some study to do. Like I, and so all the guys like showed me all these incredible bands. And then since then, I've been able to show them some bands that I've discovered along that vein too. I'm like, oh, you ever, you ever hear these dudes from like Canada or whatever? Like check them out.
3: <laughs> For real, yeah. I, I definitely don't. I still need to, you know, kind of brush myself up on on more bands. Cause I stick to like the, I like the, really the older stuff, but, or like, I also, I listen to a lot of rap, a lot of hip hop too. So it's like, nice. as I don't really like, I would say rock is like, like hand in hand with like hip hop. So I kind of like listen to both, but I, I don't really stay in touch a lot with the, the new rock stuff. Only like a certain like stuff, like kind of like the, the album MGK dropped. They're like, um, the one that, uh, what's his name? Young, Youngblood, I believe. Oh Yeah you drop something uh definitely things like that which are more on the pop punk side so definitely yeah. you on that one
0: so how about this guys uh name or if you could think of off the top of your head what what are the top five songs that you currently listen to on either like a daily basis or whatnot like what would that be what does that look like
2: <laughs> i'll let mikey go first Oh, yeah. oh, I'm not even sure. I'd have to ask my Spotify playlist. Like, yeah, right.
0: yeah, go ahead. If you, if you need a sec to consult your Spotify.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I some of the actually funnily enough, I've been listening to a lot of bachata on repeat lately. Oh, <laughs> like this, this, this whole week. Collapsed. I've been listening to so
0: much bachata. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. I, I learned about that probably in Puerto Rico and then I started hanging out with my friend in the Bronx more often and he showed me the way and I'm like dude why haven't I like this is fantastic music with some of the best guitar players ever oh, absolutely
2: like, they have their oh, own man. Their you know it's its own style it's very unique and I think it's very captivating in yeah. its own way very melodic
0: yeah that's that's the shit man so do you guys have a final verdict on the songs?
3: Oh well, I mean I'm going to give you five random songs I've been playing a lot. Let's do it. Um we got uh it's called Forever More by Kuko. Okay. Kuko does like uh bedroom pop pretty much.
0: Bedroom pop sick. Let me see. We
3: have uh I've been jamming this a lot. Chamber of Reflection by Mac DeMarco.
1: Yep. Yep.
3: <laughs> uh we got we got some hip hop we got let me see <laughs> two sauce by sleepy hollow <laughs> okay that's a that's a rap artist from here from new york um uh we got oh actually I've been listening to a a, a local also a local band from uh, from Staten Island they're called Percy Eye. yeah to their song um what is it called oh wake it's called wake Very oh cool. that's okay. such a
2: good song that's such a good I've song. heard of those dudes, dudes before
0: yeah
3: and last but not least, we got uh we got Tommy's Party by Peach Pit.
0: Peach Pit, wow. Yeah. Nice. So it's, a, it's
3: all over the place. You got a
0: blend, man. That's great. I mean, yeah. as somebody, you know, head heading a band or having a you know a heavy or important part in a band, that's like great to have because you're gonna be a part of the you know music writing process. Everything's gonna just be like one genre, you know. Otherwise, you know. Otherwise, but it's great to hear it, Yeah. But um, Mikey, your turn.
2: Oh, five songs. Oh man. Well, the five songs I've been listening to lately, like this week. Yeah. I would say yeah, like. I'm... I would say like two from Aventura, which is like you know the big ones, Mi and Un Beso, and then I would say. Uh, there's this one song by this um, more, what do you call it? Like, underground band, In Her Own Words Right Now. That song is really fire. <laughs> Every time I listen to it, I'm like, yo, how is this not blown up?
0: <laughs> Wait, that
2: the was band like, in
0: her own words? Or, yeah. yeah. Or the song's in her own words. I think
2: it's, I'm pretty sure it's the band is in her own words and it's called Right Now. Oh. I'm not
4: mistaken. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. Well, we oh, interviewed yeah. Those are yeah, yeah, we interviewed
0: Joey earlier this year. That dude's a uh, class act. Really? Yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> yeah he Yeah, he's a New Yorker too. He's from um like Syracuse area oh, originally. Wow. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, he, he is a six-story man. He like uh I guess he he like digitally auditioned for them years ago and then they brought him on and now he's like back and forth between California where they are and New York. But yeah, uh, yeah. in her own words and that song is a great song too
2: wow what a small world yeah. i know yeah <laughs> i listen to it while in my shower <laughs> i'm like putting Dude. it on the speaker so that's so funny
0: <laughs> that, that whole album's fantastic yeah steady glow that's a great song too
2: yeah, lots of stand atlantic i remember when i actually discovered mm-hmm. stand atlantic they were like still getting like just a couple k views on their songs and then you know next thing you know they release uh lavender bones and it really blows up and i was just like because i remember listening to it and i was thinking like this is such a great song i'm surprised it's not like i'm surprised more people don't know it and then i go back like a few months later and it's like at a million views And i'm just like yo what <laughs> that was that's always great to see. Be. Was like-, like
0: one of the yeah that's always great to be like one of the first people and you're like i was there like i i knew these guys you feel like you know you like live with them (laughs) yeah these are are the homies yeah i I remember (laughs) you guys when you were small
3: (laughs) you know the band Chon, like i've been listening to to them since like freshman year in high school like they just had the ep that came out and for some reason everyone was listening to it and i was like oh let me see this and like to see like the level of success that they have doing like to literally just instrumental math rock is dope
0: It's always great, yeah. Seeing bands too that you know you discovered when they were young, and you're like, "This band like deserves to be heard by like everybody." And then they they have success, and you're like, "That's what I'm fucking talking about." Yeah, yeah, (laughs) about time, you know. And yeah, like there's so many bands that uh, we've actually had the privilege of having on here, and I'm like, "How do not more people know about this?" And it's like, also, it's you know, it's just a factor of like. It's a matter of time for a lot of bands, you know, you, they just need to gain a little bit of traction, have it, you know, hit the right, you know, either a Spotify playlist or like get the right publicity and like, then you're there. And I wish only the best for a lot of, you know, a lot of the bands that have been on here. Cause it's like, fuck, if you just, you know, had that single inch more of like success, like I know it would just push them over the top. Yeah. It would blow up yeah it just
2: takes that one thing you know and there's so much talent so much talent it's like wow um actually this one band comes to mind that i've been listening to for years now their name is called dream house and um i like slowly watch them getting bigger and bigger but i'm just waiting for like that day where one of their songs gets like a million views because i'm like they really really deserve it like i've been listening to them for years yo i actually had it one year where my spotify playlist my top five songs were all of them (laughs) (laughs) the majority of my top 10 was just dream (laughs) house songs i'm like yo they're really that amazing i'm like yo man it'd be so great to see you in
0: the mood yeah like (laughs) i yeah the same thing with me i was uh and everybody listening is gonna be sick of hearing this but like the dirty nil is like my favorite band and i've really latched onto them since like probably junior year of college and that was like what six years ago at this point or something and so um one year i think i listened to them it was at least in like maybe like a few thousand minutes for the year like that that's a lot like i think it was like four thousand minutes out of my whole year was like spent listening to them like that i did the math and it was like it was like almost like i think it was over one percent of my whole year of like out of the hours that are available <laughs> or out of the minutes that are available in a year, it was spent listening to them. Like, that is insane. <laughs> I
3: feel you, man.
0: <laughs> but like, you just get in a mood sometimes. You're like, this, this band really resonates with me. And you know, some bands you're like, I have never heard anything like this. This is just a, a new combination, a new flavor for me. And I want to soak it all in. <laughs> and so yeah, that's sure. what I did. <laughs>
3: Sometimes they have, like, a certain vibe or, like, a certain feeling that you just, like, you know, when you want to feel, when you want to, like, when you want that feeling, you just listen to them, you know?
0: It's, like, getting high. It's just, like, yeah, yeah like, I so, I know if I listen to this, I'm not going to have a bad time. So I'm going to fucking listen to it every single day. <laughs> That's so.
3: And Nirvana, pretty much. That's why I stopped listening. Oh, to yeah? It. I was listening to Nirvana, like, every day, like, was... <laughs>
0: Do you ever get worried that you'll, like, hate a band if you listen to it too much? That's why I stopped listening to her Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened, man. I, I had to hit, like, the pause button, and uh that's exactly what's happening with me and Seaway right now. It's like I'm, I'm addicted to Seaway and listening to Seaway, and it's just, like, oh, yeah. it's not healthy. Like, I got to stop <laughs> listening to them because I'm going to burn... It. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to burn through the discography and I'm going to fucking hate them in a year. So, like, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about this? I I, I want to turn the conversation to albums, like albums that you guys have been listening to. I, I want to really learn about, you know, what gets Autumn Revival going, like what, you know, what's what's been on your radar. So let's talk about albums, because I feel like that's, you know, a bit of a, a dying art in one way or another. Um, And a lot of people, you know, are just kind of forced to release singles or EPs, you know, at least this past year, too, because it was a bit of a risk to release albums. So are there any albums that you've been listening to that were either released last year or released recently that you've been just, you know, keeping in your rotation and like one of those no skip, you know, no song skip albums? Like what's what's that for you?
2: Oh, man, you know, I was going to say it's so interesting that you bring up the whole like because that's his own topic the whole like yeah. n- now everything changed to singles and it's like no more albums but uh what i would say for me yo honestly 3 days grace life starts now and 1x have always especially life starts now just because i have such a deep and personal connection to it that it's like it's one of those albums where i will never skip a song on it i know every word to every song <laughs> like that's how much that's how like how many times i listen to like each and every one of those songs you know Um, I think for me personally, not to make the not to make the conversation too heavy, but you know, um, that was for me. You know, I was going through some really dark times, and that album really meant everything to me. That album, like, you know, that's actually how I got so deeply into music. Like, that album saved my life. It really did. It gave me purpose when nothing else when nothing else did, and um, it got me learning more guitar stuff, learning more riffs, you know, and exploring that sort of side of of music, you know. Because before that, I had been mostly into hip-hop when I was younger. Um, so I think in a lot of ways, it not only really touched me personally, um, but it really expanded my musical tastes and you know who I perceived myself to be and what I perceived music to be. And so I would definitely say Life Starts Now. If I had to pick one album, Life Starts Now by Three Days Grace. That is the number one album that I will always love for the rest of my life.
0: That's an awesome story, man. I feel like, and I'm almost worried that, because just with the way albums are moving right now, the way how fast music is moving at times too, um, is that you know maybe in the future people might not be able to have that connection with albums. Like, you know, I know a lot of people who are like Green Day's Dookie was like the end all be all for me. That is like you know so many great memories tied to that. Like for me personally, like American Idiot is an album that does it never gets old i if i'm ever in a bad mood like on really bad days man you throw that on you're just like holy shit you know what fuck the world like this is great um like that would be like for example that would be my album um i would say but you know like for current rotation uh it's i don't listen to it quite as much often but like I, i'm interested to see where that you know goes where like people's album of like You know, like the soundtrack to your life, you know, where is that going to be? Maybe in the future, maybe it'll be EPs or maybe it'll be, you know, singles that like define, you know, people's, uh, you know, sort of, you know, life or like, you know, what what's important to them. But yeah, really just me, you know, kind of rambling on. Like, I'm I'm actually curious about what the album's role is going to be moving forward. But uh, Alexi, I want to hear from you. You know, what's an album that's been in your rotation recently? No no song skips. And then actually, let's also go to, you know, what's like an album that's, you know, like the number one album in your life?
3: <laughs> it's kind of hard because I feel like I don't have any, like album in particular for the last two years that I really like, really resonated heavy yeah. with. I was actually looking through my phone trying to see like, what's that? What's the album for me? But I mean, back in 2018, um, Kodak Black dropped an album called Dying to Live. And I listened to that just nonstop. Had the whole thing on repeat forever. That especially that year when it came out. Um, what else? I mean, we got the this is so much because I listen to so much stuff that sometimes <laughs> I don't listen to the album itself. Like I like feel I like different feelings like of different music. You know, like I listen to the um old last freaking album. Uh Chet Baker, he's uh he's a jazz musician. He does, he did, I think he was in the That's 50s cool. or sixties. He does a lot of like Trumpet and soft jazz and stuff like that. I listen to that on rotation too. So it's like it's all over the place. I can't tell you wow. one specific album.
1: Yeah. Wow, man. So funny
2: when you said Cheb Baker, the first thing I thought was, "Uh, what's his name?" Oh my God, what is it? The guy who made uh the Twist,
0: <laughs> Chubby Checker? Um, is that Chubby his name? Checkers? Yeah. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> just do the Twist. Like, yeah, I'm just bumping <laughs> Chubby all day. <laughs> That's pretty great. Well, hey, no hate if it's also chubby checkers as well too. I I don't want those uh, are some bangers. What do you mean? Chubby checkers fans coming after me. I can't wait to it? dance to some music. Yeah, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to twist.
3: <laughs> but yeah, pretty much. I don't I don't really have a specific album. Like a lot of the albums that I really like, they're like older. So for the new, recent ones, like the oldest one, probably like the newest ones, for like 2018 so
0: nice yeah and it's also just been a weird time too it's like uh for me personally i felt like a lot of music that came out last year i just like couldn't connect to it like it wasn't i wasn't seeing bands play live and you know it was just a different experience for me uh you know consuming that music where you know some some years it'll be like oh shit like I've been bumping this band's album or bumping, you know, their singles and they're coming to my city and I get to see them and like meet the band and all that. And like, I'm going to, you know, if the, if the band's cool, I'm forever a fan. Like, that's it. I will be listening to your music for another two months straight exclusively no. like that sort of thing. And, and last year was a bit of a weird year where it was just like bands release songs. And I was like, I guess I'll go check it out, but you know i didn't I didn't feel quite as much of a connection to a lot of music that came out last year, um at least during that time um you know as I, as I did other years, but I think also now too, I'm coming around a lot on a lot of songs that I may have missed last year, and now it's like okay like. you know everything's feeling like a little bit better like the summer is coming you know people are getting vaccinated and we're going out we're having fun like all that shit so you know it's 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 just like a different vibe this year i don't know how to explain it but it's just like a more positive outlook i think and so when bands are dropping music now that you know it's like on the lighter side or happier and like you know the summer jams i'm like i'm so ready for this
3: no i feel you completely man like, especially, like I like you said, I kind of relate to that. Like, out of the stuff that dropped last year, I just kind of didn't, you know, I wasn't really, li- like, I listened to it. But then, like, a lot of the times when you go and you watch that one band and then, like, they play that one song that they just did so well in. And you're like, yo, I need to go check this out. And then you check it out and you're like, damn, like, I fuck with y'all. Like, you know, I'm going to probably keep yeah. listening to you guys. So, yeah definitely now things are looking up. So... Hopefully, hopefully, a lot of people are willing to come to shows. You know, all those people that flake. Like, yeah, I'll I'll go,
0: I'll come. (laughs) You don't have a (laughs) fucking yeah.
3: You know, but hopefully, they're gonna, you know, cherish that.
0: Those those are the people who are like, ah man, like I miss shows. Like I I wish shows were back. And like, all right, bring that same energy when they open back up. Like, if you're if you're feeling safe, if you're feeling all right, you know, you got your 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 vaccination all set up and shit, and. You know, you're feeling healthy, come out. Come out to it. Like help us out, man. Like we're we're yeah. trying to launch something real sick over here. So if yeah, ev- yeah. everybody, if you guys are listening and you're not going to an autumn revival show and everything's fine, then get the fuck <laughs> out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> just just do have no excuse now. Like it's they're coming. coming. Yeah. Time, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, if you could have Any venue, uh, doesn't have to be local. If you could play any venue as your first show coming out of this pandemic, what would it be? Mm. And also name your dream lineup too while we're at it. Why not?
3: That was dope. Hold on.
2: Wow. Venue, I'm not (laughs) sure. Dream lineup? Just off the top of my head. Just off the top of my head. I'd probably say Mm. uh, Dreamhouse... Old Three Days Grace, but Adam Gontier in it. Um, Stand Great. Atlantic. Ooh, yeah,
3: for
1: real.
2: Um, who else? Um, hmm. Probably those three. Probably those three. And then myself, because of course I want to play a show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, an Autumn Revival headlining. <laughs> and so where, where would this dream show be held? Oh, man my apartment <laughs> Nice. Yeah. there's no load in everything's already yeah. there <laughs> you yeah. don't have to drive yeah yeah just be careful with I feel the that <laughs> yeah yeah For real. i feel that all right alexi let's hear it
1: mm,
3: i would say maybe shit it's hard man
1: yeah i
3: mean i would i would put taking back sunday in there nice um May peach pit and, okay. and nirvana, if they, were, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. were a thing
0: we all yeah, we all know the uh <laughs> the, the reason they can't be around, so yeah, but well, you know the, this whole three. thing is imaginary, yeah, all right, and so where would this where would this grand show be held
3: Webster Hall, I don't know <laughs> somewhere Fuck yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know, yeah, some something place big, but no seats, no seats, no seats. you can't have no seats Fuck mm-hmm. this yeah yeah fuck, fuck that, that shit. i hate when the place has seats bro it's like nah bro fuck
0: yeah that. <laughs> it's weird i uh i played in a, in an old band i played at um oh man uh bitter end in god where is that it's somewhere in like i think it's greenwich village something like that and it was all like seating and like i i felt like i was disturbing people's dinners like <laughs> I.
3: I was just like, you know, <laughs> you know, we've played shows like that, and it's the same feeling, bro.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna get like my, my shoe and your like tacos. Like, I'm sorry. Like, uh,
3: do you want me to leave? Like, are you okay? I know. I was like, are we being too
0: be- loud? <laughs> should yeah? Should we turn down? Like, I'm not even sure. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah that was just awkward, man. I'd rather have, like, people awkwardly standing around than people awkwardly sitting down and being like, uh, can you, like, stop? <laughs> That's
3: kind of how it is, like, in the Bronx. Like, the Bronx doesn't have a real big scene, you know, for for um, especially rock music. They, you know, it's it's mostly hip-hop and Latin music, like, oriented. So we always have to go out to Brooklyn, Queens. And things like that. So that's anytime we play a show in the Bronx, it's kind of like that, you know, where you, you know, yeah. you might be disturbing somebody's dinner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what have been your? Uh, what have been some of your favorite venues to play in the city? I, um I'm in a band that's, like, I, we say we're based out of Brooklyn. We got guys from all around, but like that's where we practice is Brooklyn, and that's where most of our shows are. So I'd be interested to see if we played any shows uh, at the same venues. Well,
3: mm-hmm. I like the Nest. I like the Nest a lot. I think it's, like, nice and cozy. I mean, especially I feel like sometimes the, the smaller the crowd is, is like, sometimes oh, it's better. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, every, if everybody is in the same mindset and it's only, like, a handful of people, like, 20 people or something like that, everybody's just having fun, you know, and nobody's yeah. nobody's too afraid to, you
2: know, get involved. Um, what else?
3: Hmm. What I'd got? say for
2: me, probably the Shill Tavern in Queens. I think the full name is, like, the Shillel Tavern or something like that. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, when we played that venue, that was honestly like there was such a nice crowd and like people were really digging us. And, you know, I was digging the acts that were playing. And so I remember that night. That was a really amazing night. Probably the best show that I've ever had to date. Really? That was really fun. That was a really fun
3: one. Um, It's nice and small. Like I said, um, we haven't, like we said, we just started. So we haven't played any of the really big ones because a lot of times we yeah. got like hit, hit minimums and things like that. And we're still trying to, you know, grow our audience. So we always try to stay away from those, you know, if we think we can do it and we'll go for it. But, you know, we've played lo- usually local small shows. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those are fun too. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in the same boat too. Both my bands are relatively new as well. And um, it's just fun, like seeing, you know, like show after show, at least like when, you know, we had like momentum back in like, uh, you know, late 2019, whereas like, your friends go and then the you know the friends of your friends go and it like yeah. you know it yeah, starts to long. build sort of this small little music community especially in the city which is just you know so big and there's so much going on all the time like where is somebody gonna find time to go see my little band play and it's like really it, it's really heartwarming to see people start to come out and then like you know more and more people go and everybody's having fun and you're like wow like i mean for me too i'm always just very like self-conscious about like the music that we're playing and i'm like you know i i know like this is music we like to play which is like how a band should be always you should always play music that you want not what other people want but it's like i don't know if people really dig in this and then like your friends are there and just vibing out and having a good time and i can't think of a better feeling than that where like people like oh my god like when's your next show and i'm like holy shit like we haven't even thought of that (laughs) No, i
3: feel you that's that's why that's like probably why like i i feel that when mikey said the show off the show the tap something tavern the show tavern it was a halloween show and like oh, most of our friends pulled up and it was just it was cool because like you looked in the crowd you see all these familiar faces there's people you don't know but there's enough people to make you feel comfortable and make you feel like yeah they're gonna vibe with this you know
0: yeah so, you're like i don't i don't even care like if you came off the street like <laughs> you're gonna have a fun time <laughs> man, I yeah, promise. Yeah. Like,
2: Actually, another show he did, uh, much more is in Brooklyn. Um, that was another really, really great show. And I think what was so cool about it was, I felt like, honestly, from what I remember, the 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 night is kind of a blur. <laughs> Before <but from laughs> what I do remember, <laughs> um, you know, we didn't know most of the people there, but they were just like the energy was just so amazing. Like, you know, the bands that were playing, like everybody was just supporting each other in such a way that they just like you really felt that connection in the local scene in that moment. And I got to debut my uh, behind the head solo, which was really fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, they started nice. lifting people up and I was like, oh my God.
3: <laughs> bro, I pushed in my leg real fucking bad that day. Oh. It was really bad, I remember. And I had Converse on too. And I was like, damn, how this happen? This is all the way to the top, bro. I was so mad because I was having such a good time. And then I was like, damn, we limping home.
0: On-stage <laughs> injuries are just terrifying. wild man it always happens too, like super early i don't know if yours did but you're like oh great now i have another 30 minutes to play like this mangled (laughs) up pretty
3: much (laughs)
1: yeah
3: i'm always i'm like the like like in the band i'm known for always hurting myself (laughs) (laughs) That's actually true (laughs) if i'm vibing now and i'm really like having fun you can expect me to get hurt at the end it's it's horrible
0: Do you have any other stories like about any horrific injuries? <laughs> uh, one time I, okay I don't
3: know I, I don't think we were playing. I think I was I, we were supporting a, a, one of our friends bands and we went and I don't know if I was with Mikey or I was by myself but we were watching I think Delta Sleep was playing. I'm not sure, but it was at the Kingsland in Brooklyn.
1: Nice.
3: And um I was playing, I mean I wasn't playing. I was I was you know I was dancing. I was having a good time. And I just like, boom, ankle over, out. And I just oh. hit the ground and I was just like, but I was also intoxicated. So I, everything was so blurry and like nobody. And I'm like, I'm trying to like, somebody help. Like, please get, get the fuck out of here. And then like, there's these two girls. They were like from the UK. And then like, all I see is like a hand coming out of the car, I'm like, please, I just grabbed it. I don't even know who it was. Um, and then they were like, oh, Are you okay? And I'm like, Yo, that's crazy. Y'all not from here. Y'all help me out. Look at all these people, just they don't give a fuck. Yeah. I was like, I was just like drunk and hurt. And I was like, Damn.
2: But when I saw wow. that handle, yeah. <laughs> it was like, a, like that painting. Oh <laughs> what is it? You yeah. know, the painting where like they're both laying down. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, what's it? Oh, damn. Uh, You know what's funny? My little sister just got that tattooed. Oh, that's uh, it's dope. Like, yeah, the like the beginning of creation or something like that. Yeah.
3: Ah. Oh yeah, I know the fucking.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not an art guy, but yeah. <laughs> I think you met an angel that night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I did
3: I think yeah. I like made all that up in my head.
0: Yeah, you're like you're not from here. She's like, yeah, I'm from heaven. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I save you. Yeah. Oh man. Where, where's
0: that in the Bronx? <laughs> Yeah, man. So, um, I want to leave some time. We're actually, yeah, we're almost out of time. That's crazy. Uh, I want to leave some time for some questions at the end and I know we've probably gotten to the, some of the answers a little bit, but, um, wanted to ask you guys pretty much directly and I'm actually going to hone my craft on this one. Cause we usually just ask these questions as sort of blanket statements and it gets a little stressful and you'll see why. So it's two parter. And uh, both these questions are completely unrelated. (laughs) So part one is uh, just name five bands that you think everybody should know about. These could be bands you've played with, local bands, or even just bands that, you know, maybe don't have, um, you know, a very big, you know, reach at the moment and just want to share them. And then part two, and uh, I know we were talking about this earlier, is your beer of the week.
3: Sorry, what was that second question?
0: The beer of the week
2: beer of the week oh yeah beer of the week let's start with that one beer of the week all right let's do
0: it let's flip it
2: <laughs> oh man i gotta say for me probably modelo always forever man. and always it's always modelo gonna be my time. number one it has my heart you know i'm half mexicano so it'll always be me <laughs> there we go i'm not gonna lie go
3: i to agree days. with mikey on that one nice uh, hey modelo voice. No, <laughs> <boys. laughs> Modelo Corona
0: boys, it's Modelo that's our, our time. Our first pool. double Modelo, yeah, it's Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> that's our yeah, that's our first double Modelo. So I think that's incredible. I think we may have had only other uh, one more before that. So, but yeah. I oh have to man, I will say that.
2: shout out shout out to um, Presidente because I had never tried it before, and I'm um, you know me and Alexia are both half Dominican half Mexican. Uh, that's a Dominican beer, and I had it for the first time, and I was like, yo, this is actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, you can't go bad with presidente.
0: Got to give that a shot. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if it distributes up here, but I'll check.
3: <laughs> gotcha All
0: right. What so, what was let's, the let's other let's question? <laughs> five... <laughs> yeah, that was the important one. This is just <laughs> yeah. Another, yeah. <laughs> um. So it's five bands you think you know everybody should know about, and uh this definitely is aimed towards giving you know, maybe some smaller bands or some more unknown bands, a little bit more exposure, um, just so, you know, our, our listeners who are are very curious from what I've heard uh, can, you know, dig some new bands and find some new jams.
2: Hmm. I would say for me, off the top of my head, definitely Dreamhouse, um, as I've discussed. Like, they honestly make some amazing music. Um, definitely got to shout out Wrongs. You already know the boys. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I know genuinely, them, No, yeah. nah, genuinely, though, like genuinely, um, not just who they are as people, but the music they make. I've really seen the growth. I've really seen the growth. If you look from, you know, um, you know, work all in a band together in Autumn Revival and just seeing them. Actually, I'm sure if you ever have them on or you talk to them, they'll tell you more about this. But they had their own band called Two in the Afternoon back in high school. And just seeing like how much they've grown from who they were then and what they were doing musically and even what they were doing in the beginning of Ronks. Like looking at now, you know, the new song they just dropped, Mary Jane, and like how things have changed. I'm like, wow, it's a lot of a lot of musical growth. So definitely, definitely got to listen to Ronks. Um, Number three. Oh, you want to add to that? (laughs) they're just really
3: active right
2: now yeah for sure
0: yeah they actually hit me up um i think it was at the end of last year but uh they wanted you know me to sort of work with them to announce a release but we had already you know kind of backed up with uh some of our interviews so we just didn't find a time but thank you for reminding me i should probably hit them up again
2: definitely got to definitely got to they've been doing a lot a lot musically for themselves and i think they'll have a lot of interesting things to talk about and You know i think they're gonna be one of those bands that you see and you're just like wow like they really made it um the third one i'd say probably ourselves
0: (laughs) just because like hey man go listen to our music (laughs) (laughs) yeah listen to autumn revival go listen to was it something i said (laughs) yes please
2: oh man (laughs) oh those are like the three off the top of my head if i can think of anyone else hmm, hmm Not sure off the top of my head. Just because I don't really know everyone's music too well now. Just because like everybody releases so many singles and stuff like that, that I'm constantly jumping from like one single to the next when it comes from band to band. Um, I will probably say in her own words, just because that one song that I have heard is amazing. It like I've had it on repeat and it's I just completely connected with it. Um, as soon as I heard it from the very first time I heard it, I was like, wow this like said everything that was on my mind and it sounds amazing yeah. so definitely got to shout that Yeah, out.
0: go bump the rest of this stuff too yeah you will definitely have to oh
2: man i can't wait now now that you've told me i'm like yes
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. man you you there's there's a lot out there
2: man what makes sense that's your band right
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, let's put
0: them on. Let's, put them on. You, you. Yeah. let's yeah. put them on. We're trying our hardest. I felt that.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. it's tough out here. So much it's like such a saturation of music right now. Like you really got to stand out. You know? Yeah. Or you yeah, get. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for me and for the five local bands question. Um
0: it, it could be anybody too. Yeah, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be local, just anybody that comes to mind.
3: Got you. Um, I saw these guys like probably like a year and some change ago. They're called um Off Guard. They do like they're from Long Island. I i, I met with them. Like we were talking before, you know, after the show, I met with them. Uh I was looking at the merch table, just you know, nice conversation. They seem like cool guys and the the lead singer is really talented and the bass player is really good. It's just like a lot of cool stuff, you know, a lot yeah. of stuff going Boy. on. Um they're like, I could consider them like maybe pop, punk. Is this what I think it is
1: different, though?
3: Um, it is, if this is what thingy. I think it is,
1: yes. No.
3: Oh. <laughs> what what do you yeah. say the name was? Off Guard, but the, the O has like a thing like a line
0: through it. Oh, nice.
3: Yeah. Off Guard. Yeah. Still, yeah. Um, yeah. They probably don't know me. They probably don't even remember me, but they were really <laughs> cool. Um, Second, like like Mikey said, Bronx, um, the growth is amazing cool punk band with a lot of like leaning towards the pop you know they're leaning towards mainstream um you know trying to get away from the underground so I feel like there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to be happening with them um the other band I really enjoy is actually a band that I don't think they're doing music or they have it on hiatus right now um they're called out of it they're another another uh pop punk band they're really cool. Uh, they're really cool people too. We always, we always usually have shows together, so we, <laughs> we're always seeing them. But as 2020, I haven't. I think I've only seen them like once. But shit. really cool guys. Um, they kind of mistake me for or him and him for me because oh. of the hair. So I mean, I dyed my shit green, so hopefully now they don't, they don't confuse me. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no excuse, no excuse. So we got <laughs> off guard, out of it, Ronks, um, Percy. I, I got to shout them out again. It's just like they make good music, man. And uh, that's uh, amazing P-E-R-S-E-I, music.
0: r s e i right?
3: P-E-R-S-E-I, yeah. R S E I, Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Super dope guys and and super good music. You know, a lot of a lot of stuff I can relate. You know, they had a lot of like inner like self versus self, pretty much music. You know, your your own. You know, you're your own kind of like demon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Pretty much yeah. like your internal conflicts. I fuck with that a lot. And um, for the last band. Uh, I
2: don't know. I would say Autumn Revival. Go check us out. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Man, if I could add one more person to this list, I would definitely Dude, say it. Johnny Football Hero. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh me a my God.
4: Like-
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is one of those bands that I heard them for the first time live and literally every song had me like wanting to mosh like every song had me wanting to jump around and dance and like every song was a banger i I couldn't believe it um so definitely definitely that's one of those bands that i'm just like wow if you ever get the chance to see him live like they just they bring this energy especially
3: because he's from philly and he came down all the way to the bronx for a show so i haven't seen that guy. But he's, he's a cool guy and super yeah. dope music. So that's the oh, that's what it Oh man, they were anyway. all cool. Yeah, if you're if yeah you're really James cool, if you listen and then their music is awesome, I, I'm gonna listen. You
2: know? Yeah, they're um they're lead yeah. the singer James. He um you know or they they bring like such a like such an amazing energy to the music they play that I'm just like wow. Like it sort of captivates you and it like it's kind of like law of transference. Like you just feel it because they're just so into what they're doing. And I'm just like, wow, like how do you have that much raw energy? <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I feel like cool, Philly bands are just a different breed, man. They are they're so sick. Like we've gotten the chance to meet so many bands from Philly and they're just all of them. Great performers, great musicians. It's just like yeah. it comes with the territory.
3: Yeah, definitely. Definitely gotta play some shows out there. Hopefully. I know, dude.
0: You guys should go ahead. Yeah, uh, we got some connects out there. So if you ever need any help booking a show out there try to help thanks (laughs) man i appreciate that what's up yeah yeah hell yeah well guys uh yeah looks like we're at time so thank you so much for joining me today and uh it's always great to meet another band from you know the state of new york and uh i know it's you know very few and far between sometimes and obviously just with you know how far away everybody is at times and you know you got your city scene and you got your long island scene and uh i would say probably albany has a nice scene too where we're at is right in between the city and albany so like we we get to meet a lot of the bands from there so it's great to have another band you know uh you know that we can make friends with so yeah thank you so much guys and uh, i'm going to connect with you after and let's stay in touch all right well thank you man like it was was nice to meet you bro really cool yeah dude yeah
3: yeah, we gotta get a beer we gotta get a beer together sometime Oh, for sure.
0: Let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Get a,
3: get a Presidente together.
0: Yes, I, I got to try it, man. <laughs>